Hey guys, welcome to my series of podcast episodes about what? How? Um, My goal with these episodes is going to be to try to explain to you what a certain comprehensible input strategy is and how to implement it in your classrooms. I hope they're helpful for you. I want to share with you today a little bit about one of my favorite formative listening assessments, the quick quiz. If you belong to any of the comprehensible input groups on Facebook, you've probably heard of this before, and maybe you even know how to do it. But I'm going to share with you some ideas and some misconceptions maybe that some people have about using a quick quiz and why it is a great little tool to take advantage of in your classroom. So how do you do a quick quiz? A quick quiz is basically five to ten, sometimes even less, questions that you will ask your students either orally or for them to write down about some sort of content that you have taught that day. For example, yesterday... I did a story asking activity with my students where we created a story based on one of their Invisibles characters. And at the end of class, I gave them all a quarter sheet of paper, just like scrap paper, the backsides from the copy room that I cut up and chop up and use. I have them number the paper from one to four because I didn't have a ton of time yesterday. I probably had about five minutes left and I knew I wanted to get the questions in and get them answered. Um, So I had them put their name on the paper, their class, and then number it from one to four. And then I asked them questions about what we discussed while we were story asking and about the story that we created. So you could do this about a story. You could do this about a character. You could do this about a special person interview. Pretty much any type of input that you do that day where the students have processed information in the target language you could do this about. That's why it's awesome because it's super flexible. It's one of my favorite bailout moves. If I look at the clock and we finish the story and I have five minutes left and I'm like, oh, what am I going to do? This is usually one of my go-to strategies. So it's awesome because it's so customizable and you can literally do it for everything. So yesterday I had the students label the papers from one through four. And I often recommend with novice students to provide them with some sort of visual aid or scaffolding as you ask the questions and make your questions simpler. So for example, with novice students, if we have just created a one word image and we've made a character, I may have the artwork up or our write and discuss that we just wrote together about our character up projected on my screen as I give the quick quiz. And you're thinking, what? That's giving them the answers. That's allowing them to cheat. But it's really not because I am hoping that the kids are going to be knowing this information, number one, if I did my job right. And if I didn't or they weren't quite with me, they're going to have to look at the write and discuss and reread it and get more input in order to find the answer. So they're getting more repetitions of the vocabulary. The students that were with me and engaged, they know it, they're good, they're ready to move on to the next question. Students that didn't don't feel like failures, they don't feel like giving up, they know they have a tool they can utilize and a resource they can use, and so they get more input if they're looking at that or they can look at the artwork to help them out. I will start often by asking yes or no questions on my first quick quizzes of the year or with my more novice level classes. So I will say, is the blueberry, if it's a one word image, is the blueberry big, yes or no? 
And we have repeated that and gone over that over and over and over again during the input time. Plus, we wrote about it. Plus, they drew about it. And we have a picture of it to look at. Um, and so they'll just write yes or no either in the target language. So si o no in my classes. Um, or you could do cierto, falso, true, false on their paper. I also find it's easy for students to handle either or questions. So is the blueberry big or small? Or for example, with my eighth grade class that I gave the quick quiz to yesterday, I was talking about, does flat live in Antarctica or in Wisconsin? And using proper nouns is helpful too, or pulling in words that are similar and like cognates in your language that students would recognize for sure. Be careful because some co sometimes cognates are tricky for them. But I would recommend by doing that. So I usually repeat the question two times. They write it down. And then at the end of the four questions, five questions, you can just have them the number questions as you go instead of numbering it ahead of time because that way you can watch the clock and see how much time you need to fill. Then I will either have them correct their own papers with pen or have them trade with a neighbor, depending on how you, your students, your school um, feels about having them trade papers. And I don't have a big issue with students cheating because they know that these grades are formative grades, so they go into their daily work category. It's not a summative assessment score, so it's not high stakes. They know that they're mostly successful on them. Nine times out of ten, I have almost every student get a 100% on their quick quiz. So it's a great activity that boosts confidence and gets grades in the computer, and you can call it a daily formative listening assessment in your grade book, and that's exactly what it is, and it is going to look excellent for those people that are checking on your grade books, and it's a way to get grades into the computer. So we go through the questions, they write down their answers, I have them either trade papers or correct their own, and we just go through the answers together. Sometimes I don't even write down the answers, you guys. I will just say, all right, numero uno, what did you write? And then they all shout it out. And then, because they all know it, they're like giveaways. I'm doing this kind of to check a box because I have to give assessments and I have to have grades in the grade book. But at the same time, it's also holding them accountable because when you call something a quiz, they usually take it a little more seriously. So we'll go through, we'll correct it. I put, I tell them to put, you know, whatever minus it is, how many correct out of four or five at the top. And then the nice thing is once I correct those scores, they already know what they got on them. So I do not hand the papers back to them. If a kid really, really wanted it back, they could like, you could tell them, oh, if you want this quiz back, put a star in the corner and I'll make sure I give it back to you. But otherwise I don't worry about it. None of my kids care. They all just throw their things away anyway after they get them graded. So I will look at who was absent that day and I will pull out the papers that are not a 100%. And in, I, in my grade book, I can default a score for everyone. So I will fill all of the boxes basically with the 100% and then I will just go and edit the scores for the students that were absent. For these daily little formative grades, I don't make absent kids make them up. So I will put no count in the grade book for them. And then for the students that didn't maybe score 100%, I will change their score. Um, but then it takes me approximately one minute or two minutes to put grades in the grade book. The kids have had a quiz. They know how they're doing. They've seen their scores. And then whoop, there go the papers right into the recycling bin because... I don't need them anymore, they don't need them back, and the grades are already entered. So it's a super quick way to assess your students. And if there are some students that like totally bombed it, it's a great opportunity for you to reflect on, was it me? If there's a lot of students that didn't do well, 
Or maybe I need to pull this kid aside and talk to them about how class is going, or maybe I need to move them to the front of the room. And it is a great way to check in to see how they're doing. If all the kids are with you and they're getting 100% on these daily formative grades, then you're probably doing a pretty good job and can just keep up the good work and keep doing what you're doing. But I hope you try a quick quiz. They aren't scary. I don't ever pre-write questions. You could if you knew what you were going to talk about, if you had a story that you were going to tell them. You could pre-write questions if you wanted to, but I, I don't. I just think of them on the fly, or since I have the write and discuss displayed, I'll look at the write and discuss and come up with a question off the top of my head. Um, and most of the time, like I said, my quick quizzes are around five questions, but you could definitely do more or less depending on what you need to fill the time for. So I hope this helps explain what a quick quiz is and that it gives you the confidence to try it and utilize it in your classes because it is a great student assessment strategy that you can get a quick grade in the grade book. It's no prep, no pressure, um, and it gets the students listening and checking in, especially if you tell them there's going to be a quiz at the end of class today or there might be a quiz. They'll be like, oh gosh, I better pay attention. And then they'll stick with you on the input a little more, at least in my experience that's how it works.